0: To airport wars, because Dublin Airport is at the heart of a simmering coalition row, with Green Party Minister Joe O'Brien against plans uh, to lift the passenger cap at the airport, a view partially at odds with Taoiseach Leo Varadkar. And regional airports, they want a greater slice of the passenger pie, arguing their capacity should be better utilised rather than further developing Dublin Airport. And those in Waterford, well, they just want an airport full stop they're urgently seeking attention from Transport Minister Eamon Ryan around proposals to reopen the city's airport after significant investment was offered before Christmas. And Independent TD for Waterford, Matt Shanahan, Uh, you've been appealing to the Minister. I mentioned that investment, um, apprises, bring us up to speed, where is this project at and what does it need?
1: Well where the the project is at and firstly you know we're not looking for an airport, we're looking for a runway extension to an existing private, the busiest private airport in the country the airport that's housing the South East Rescue Helicopter, Rescue 117 and we've been working for a number of years on a proposal to bring in passenger jet traffic into Waterford and that proposal was contingent on providing private investment which has been secured to the tune of 12 million euros so this project has been de-risked by 50%. A business case went into government, supposedly went into government on December the 13th uh, the Transport Minister yesterday told me on the doll floor that his office hadn't seen the proposal and and he hadn't seen it uh, even though the Taoiseach had told me three days previously that government had the proposal and they were uh, looking at it and they wanted to fund it but the bottom line here is this is strategic infrastructure for the south region to deliver an economic benefit people Believe it or not, Barry, people who live in the south of the country don't really want to come to Dublin to fly if they had an alternative. And if you come into the south-east region of Waterford, there's over a million people living within an hour-and-a-half drive of Waterford. That's the catchment. And we can service that, and we can also build employment in the region. But for a very strange reason, it seems there are people in government who do not see that as a progressive move.
0: And I met a passenger airport when I made reference to Waterford Airport there. But the last time it was a passenger airport, and maybe why there is some scepticism, um, in relation to this as you say from government was in 2012 more than 77,000 passengers used the airport but by the time flights were suspended in 2016 this was down to 13,500 so uh, is there really a need?
1: Uh, well when Portugal Gokeedy was running Air Iron out there the Warford hub was the most profitable run of, of all of the Air Iron network believe it or not and that was both the London flights and the charter flights in summertime So, and the business case support that there is significant demand down there. But one thing I'd say to you, in the past four years of this government and COVID, the National Aviation Authority has spent €200 million supporting regional airports and Waterford did not get a penny government excluded us from any funding since 2019 that airport has been carried largely by private shareholder investment who will not get a return out and of this What happened
0: deal. the last time money was proffered from private investors this was in 2019 there was talk of um, and money came from government at that stage as well uh, from the Department of Transport fa- Is was the 350,000 euro was it? No 5 million euro yeah. to the airport Yeah what 5 happened?
1: million that's for infrastructure and that was to support the air sea Rescue Service that's not about supporting that was needed for that service but I think we have to be there's a lot of talk in this country and in our neighbours in the UK about regional levelling up. And you cannot level up if you do not put in capital infrastructure into the region. And by the way, to what Alan has said, and I have great respect for Alan, but he's wrong on what he said, that some of my language is not correct. If you have persistent, persistent, ongoing uh, lack of resourcing over a 10-year period over 10 years into a region I see that as discrimination I'm afraid Alan Farrell
2: Well uh, in relation to airport I, I think Matt should be delighted that this uh, this funding has, has come and that there has been a
0: proposal submitted or not submitted we'll find out uh, well, he, I, I'm sure I think what June Matt course. said was uh, the business plan he was told to come sure. in and then yeah, he was told it's, on gone, the floor gone, to, of it's the gone to civil because ministers don't make ministers don't assess
2: funding applications or funding or business plans it's it's a, it's a false argument. Well,
0: Eamon Wright had skepticism on the pro- yep. project before back in September. Him, let's, let's talk facts
1: after to say that he had. Let's talk facts about it rather right. than yeah, rather
0: than project. have a fake
2: argument about a nonsense conversation that doesn't actually matter and isn't relevant to whether well, or not whether, whether or not Waterford will have a significant sum of money invested in it, which I think is a fantastic idea. And I'm from Fingal. I represent Dublin Airport, and I would be thrilled if there were flights offered uh, to Waterford uh, Airport and more flights to Cork and more flights to Shannon and more flights to Knock and Donegal and places like that. Because and it for the airport and Farnan, Foreign Kerry. Sorry, I forgot. I flew in there once an absolutely extraordinary airport, so almost as nice as the one in Donegal. But what I'm absolutely in favor of regional development when it comes to airlines and investment in airports. So I'd be fully behind uh, this idea. Um, to to uh, commercialise or to to bring passenger commercial flights to back to Waterford, um, and I would be certainly very hopeful that we would see that because it will take pressure off Dublin Airport, which, as you know, is courting a little bit of controversy at the moment. We'll There's a case before the High we'll Court. We'll discuss at the that in a moment.
0: But in sure. relation to, to Matt's case there and uh, his plea for. Waterford Airport when might that project happen can you offer a any? well it, it, there? it's a private um, it's private investment It's the business
2: case so the when business might case get will government have to, well support? it'll have to, it'll have to go through the processes that business cases generally go through in the department and can of transport I say the, the, and i would be very hopeful that we could have And the reason of that project the short, and the
1: reason the that project was uh, was rushed and has to be expedited through the department is because there's a schedule of building that cannot go into the winter time otherwise the project mm. is delayed for another 12 months and that was the reason why it is so important that the senior line minister is on top of this already. A, a
0: new airport Darren O'Rourke but is this not at a time when we're supposed to be reducing our carbon footprint? It is yeah um, and it, this is a,
3: a general area that, that the transport committee spent a, a lot of time on uh, last year um, I think there is a real need for uh, i think the midterm review of the regional airports uh, program is 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 done and it needs to be published i think there is a greater need for a review of national aviation policy I, you know we need to recognize there are climate challenges and um, we do live on an island and and we're you know we we we, we fly regularly and and it, and it is hugely important that that connectivity i think the dominance of dublin airport is a challenge. Uh, it's a
0: challenge for the regions. But uh, is what's needed a new airport um, in relation well, to, well, to meeting our emissions well, targets? Well, I
3: think what we need there's a, there's a number of things that need need it's to not happen. a new right? airport, yeah. it's a runway. I, well,
0: a I, new commercial airport. I think there's a number a significant th- number of new I think there's a number of things that
3: need to happen in terms of emissions reductions, air, air reduction, sustainable um, uh, sustainable aviation fuel, and there's there's a policy that needs to come f- from from government in relation to that, and there's yeah. a unique opportunity, I think, at Shannon ar- Airport in relation to that. I think as individuals we need to fly less and I think you know Mm -hmm. uh, um Remote working and uh, Zoom and all these features will allow us to do that. I think with a growing population
0: um, and
3: just the interconnected nature of, of so is of Sinn Fein then in
0: favour of an, uh, an, uh, the runway at Waterford Airport?
3: Oh, I know. I, I know my colleague Dave, David cullen has has worked very hard in relation to this, and, and uh, is is clear that you know there's a there's I well, I don't, piece, it is, I piece, don't piece, think it's that piece, clear because piece, he said he no, no. has
1: to see the business case. There's a, there's I'm not a, sure if David understands no, there, aviation.
3: No, I'm, well. I'm not I'm sure. I'm sure he, under, I'm sure he understands it very time well. Sensitive sure, sure well, it very well. Um, it's a time-sensitive time project, time but key, project but as well. But yeah. It's very well. It's a time-sensitive project. But it's, but it's but with the department. I'm and sure. and time, and talking and about and time, time, sen- for, time,
4: for time the sensitivities the and uh, regions as if they're not integrated, it is, is exactly why we won't meet our climate mm. emissions targets, and it's exactly why every single airport will be run as an individual commercial entity rather than thinking it, about it would be much better to have regional airports running well, but also not increasing the amount of flights coming in and out so, of Ireland, because so, that's where we would so, so obviously not be able is, to cut our emissions. The difficulty
3: is, the, the, the problem is, and, and as I said, we spent a, a lot of time at the Transport Committee dealing with this, but we didn't uh, get anywhere because the challenge is that there isn't an overarching strategy in relation mm-hmm. to it. It's, you know, the airlines are in competition, the airports are in competition, even the airports under the same umbrella mm-hmm. are in competition mm-hmm. with each other, and it, it, so and, it, it. and you
4: have uh, airport uh, bosses uh, saying we won't uh, fly out of this because of uh, this we exactly. will so
1: I might point out one thing to you that if you are looking at IDA factory placement one of the significant things they look at is airport connectivity so if you do not put airports into the regions you can then not talk about bringing FDI into the region it doesn't oh, work that's so what I'm so saying it that, has yeah. to
4: work as in regions yeah. but you can't feeding, just feeding focus on it each it region individually you have to no, look right, at it as and the same thing with colleges they find it very important to have so all of that is important but it's not more important than getting our climate and feeding air. into
0: this folks was a query raised by the People Before Profit TD Paul Murphy in the Dáil earlier he criticised the government for not stepping in to ensure that Dublin Airport doesn't breach its annual cap on passenger numbers uh, he says that given that Dublin Airport has if you count the numbers taking connecting flights at the airport uh, exceeded the cap of 32 million passengers last year uh, given the, the climate crisis as we mentioned there how should passenger numbers at the airport 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 be managed. So um, Alan Farrell, this is your constituency, Dublin Airport is there, this cap of 32 million. You heard Paul Murphy's criticism, what do you think? Um, So uh,
2: I've been following this one very, very carefully because there's a a High Court case involving a a planning enforcement notice the Fingal County Council put on the airport in relation to night flights. So there's a 2007 planning condition Mm -hmm. that requires a specific number of flights, they can't exceed that, the allegation by the council. Uh, it, the planning department is that they have done so so they're already Then the DAA disputed that and it's gone to court but the 32 the, next, the next one the next big thing is that in 2019 uh, they in fact published this all the numbers are there that the uh, the allegation was that they had breached their passenger cap of 32 million and again that's a planning condition relating to the Terminal 2 building project Fingal County Council went to on board Planola with it a very damning inspector's report was published and is available on the uh, Onboard Planalda website as we speak. But because of a legal technicality, the board didn't actually make a decision in relation to the application that they were counting so p- transit passengers as you referenced. Once instead of twice, and of course, a t- passenger landing on an aircraft, mm-hmm. uh, a, a deboarding, so flight is Paul number Murphy's changing. Point valid? Yes or no? Well, the the, the government's w- uh, planning watchdog in relation to airport activities are Fingal County Council, and they are fully funded to do this. They are fully
0: funded themselves, and they're partially funded. So you're the projects like to should. Therefore, the 32 million passenger cap, should it be lifted further up to 40 million? I
2: believe that the passenger cap is arbitrary. I think we should be
0: talking about aircraft caps, not passenger
2: caps, because aircrafts have gotten bigger, they've gotten smaller, they've gotten more efficient, they've gotten less efficient, they've gotten noisier. Some way of kicking the question to touch. I'm not. No, I'm not. But what I'm saying to you is, is that to go to Sinead's point, it's, it's not about the passenger numbers. It's about the aircraft. Now, the reason the passenger cap was put in was because of concerns in relation to the infrastructure, physically being able to get to the airport, um, which, of course, remains a problem, although road infrastructure has improved since that planning condition was applied. And, of course, Metro uh, is gone to a, an oral hearing uh, in seven days. But my hope would be that on uh, Fingal County Council, who are assessing when, when a seven this, and a half thousand-page planning application. When do you expect this to be resolved? Because I um, suspect the... it will be two to three years before a decision is made. So on will lifting tourists the that are coming for not. the
0: Europa League? We know that the FAI met the Minister Jack Chambers recently. Yes. Tourists coming for the White Collar Europa League final, they'll have to fly to Liverpool, will they? Rather than There's come and see the glorious Dublin so Airport, is that what you're suggesting my, will happen? No,
2: I'm not suggesting anything. What I'm saying. Is that the Dublin Airport Authority have been aware as to the passenger cap, as to the nighttime uh, uh, requirements, um, as to certain uh, routes not being permissible in terms of flight paths since 2006 and 2007? But they've had 15 or 16 years to adequately prepare themselves for hitting the buffers. Uh, in relation to the £32 million. And what I'm saying is that it is not about whether they can uh, uh, fiddle the numbers, which I think they have done in relation to their publication last week. Oh, that's a, a, a serious million, allegation, a no, I'm not but sure. But no, no,
0: I, I, I'm not... But listen, listen, in relation, can I just put Dublin airport, I want to bring Dublin in the airport other panelists here, that deputy, they are Joe, O'Brien. To, uh, Joe O'Brien is against plans to expand Dublin your Airport, your constituency and government mm-hmm. colleague. What do you sure. say to him tonight?
2: I think that's a personal matter for Joe. I've made my point that I don't have a problem with the passenger numbers. It's not about the
0: passengers, it's about the aircraft. And Dublin Chamber, it says if a cap is placed, that if the cap isn't lifted or if significant changes don't come, that there could be a loss of 33,000 jobs and €4 billion. So
2: I I want to make this really, really clear so that people understand. It's too late to stop the inevitable from happening
3: because DAA did not fix this in time. Yeah, I think the, the difficulty with this, uh, uh, like so many things, and going back to my earlier point, is that we don't actually have a, a, a national aviation strategy that caters for like what is Dublin Airport going to do? Where is it? You know, is it just going to continue to hoover up all of the aviation uh, um, traffic?
0: On the island well, in 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 Norway, just fifty percent of passengers into and out of the country fly through the capital Oslo. While in Portugal, uh, it's the same figure, around the same figure for Lisbon, fifty percent. The capital is that fifty here as well. Eighty
3: in Dublin is it? 80, 80, sorry, eighty four in Dublin and fifty in, Dublin.
0: in Oslo and Lisbon. Is that yeah. the sort of so recollaboration you would like to see? So, and
3: I, I think that's that's what we need—a national aviation strategy, and I believe it should be an all-island one um, around. How, how these aer- airports complement each other, and I think mm-hmm. they can complement each other and, and one of the things going back to our committee hearings we, we heard was that you know there needs to be a business case presented it needs to be um, on a regional basis so regional assemblies uh, multiple local authorities working with you know public and private sector working with you know tourism agencies um to to show how we can link all of this up and i think it 's entirely complementary with as, as the as type of regional uh, um, Spatial strategy that we have, and I think you know all of our ambitions for major major industrial development in terms of
0: renewables on on all of our Matt Shanahan Shanahan um, a strategy Darren O'Rourke is calling for. Uh, sh- I'm sure you'd want 80% in Waterford, no, perhaps. No, but, no, not at but at all. how We're big like, how big an issue do you think this might be? Because we know Cork and mm. uh, Shannon are looking for a greater slice of the pie as well. So how big an issue might this uh, be well, I in I the think, local I, elections? I think what
1: what the debate here is outlined. You know that we have we have a flying public. We we are uh, an island nation. Yeah. We're trying to grow our economy whether people like it or not. Aviation is a future component of this economy and by the way nobody has given any credit to any of the sustainable work that's going on in terms of aviation. If you even look at the new Boeing engines that are coming out again 15-20% fuel savings. That's the Boeing, future of Boeing aviation. Don't make coming engines, out. But <laughs> planes and Boeing whatever engines, Pratt & Whitney or, or yeah. Rolls-Royce whatever. But the point is they're getting more efficient but I think what everybody agrees on is there's plenty of room for other airports in the Country to yeah. to generate traffic and to be supported, and and we can and we can meet co- uh, Dublin's demands as well, which is they just want a capital. Well, that 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 passengers do vote with the their region. feet, though yeah. it
2: must be said they make choices and, and make selections. So the the sector, the the airlines have been telling us for years the demand is there. Well, I'm I'm not sure that I I agree. There
0: are opportunities for public service obligation. Well, let's support see payments to be made what to airports and Because tonight. I must fly to another topic before we fly off tonight. And